Wrestling fans, listen up. This is Effie from, you know, wrestling and the internet. It's CBV, Chris Van Vliet. It's Aubrey Edwards, referee at All Elite Wrestling. This is Old Master, the Southern Psycho, king of the trailer court. I poke God. It's the God of shit, Nick fucking Gage. Swoggle here, and this is the episode we've been waiting for. You're tuned in to Action Figure Weekly with Dylan Housen and Jerry Dan. So check out the podcast, AFW Podcast. Hello, figure fans, and welcome back to another exciting edition of Action Figure Weekly. I'm your host, Jerry Damage Cook. Joining me, as always, is the award-winning Deathmatch Brewmaster, Dylan Housen. Dylan, how are you, sir? Man, I'm I'm good. We uh we're talking about this a little bit off air. I am anxiously awaiting tomorrow night. I'm going to see Dynamite at the UNO Lakefront Arena, and uh, I'm pretty damn excited about it. You know, we talked about last week going to see Raw. I never do these kind of things, so it was cool to knock out two televised shows in the first couple uh, weeks of the year. See what the rest of the year brings us, but. All I know is I'm going to be singing Judas loud as hell in the, about 24 hours. That's right. Let Chris Jericho know that you're you're there. Let him uh, know. I did see, I saw Jericho. Uh, they were here, man, was it early last year? Mm-hmm. Uh, probably, I think. <laughs> Sounds right. I don't know. I, I, it's been a little bit. Yeah, it's been a little bit. I think it was last year. Um. Yeah, it was last year because I had to think. I knew I took off work from it, and I was like, "I'm pretty sure it was last year." So, so I think uh, they went in yeah, 22. Anyways, baby, uh, it was a long time coming. It was a lot of fun, baby. Oh yeah, it's a great, so, it's a great time. Yeah, uh, so it was a lot of fun. I uh, really enjoyed enjoyed it. Getting to see good old Chris Jericho. That was uh, or that was one of those like childhood me arm hair standing up moments seeing Chris Jericho come out because man, I remember watching him as like a, as like a as kid, a and he's part of the reason I'm I'm watching wrestling today. He started getting, wrestling uh, getting back into wrestling. He, was born. he did. Well, did he? Hold on. When were you born? October twenty sixth, nineteen ninety two. Yeah, he was born. He was wrestling before you were born. I know he celebrated 30 years of Jericho uh, not too long back. Let's see. Chris Jericho's debut. According to Wikipedia, which as we all know is the best source on the internet because anyone can uh, do the editing so you know you're getting the good information. October 2nd, 1990. So yeah. Uh, my October 26, 92. So, yep, he, he was he wrestling before I was born. Told you. You nailed it. I told you, motherfucker. <laughs> so, yeah, it's going to be cool seeing Jericho. My wife is a big Jericho-holic as well. So, she'll be, you know, she's ecstatic. And then Jeff Hardy was another one that she was just, like, ecstatic to see. So, it's going to be fun, man. Uh, bringing, you know, bringing the wife along. I highly recommend uh, finding a woman that likes wrestling or like I did just watch it in the house enough that she just kind of slowly becomes okay with it. 
Yeah, it works too. Worked out for me all right. You know, your mileage may vary. Yeah, uh, I tried it and it didn't work for me, but <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. So, me. But anyways, um, how's your week been? You know, it's been pretty good. I actually got after um, hanging up some, some stuff in the toy room that I've been wanting to for quite a while. And, uh, you know, we talked earlier in the year about uh, just resolutions and I was talked about just being deliberate and, and trying to reclaim this, this space. So I've been looking at, uh, you know, I've got Chase CM Punk. I've got that shop exclusive, uh, Eddie Kingston, uh, had a Chelsea green that, uh, won off of a giveaway on Cardona's whatnot that I wanted to hang all up on the wall. So I hung those up, uh, hung a couple micro brawlers on the wall. Just little things, but like just it's the extra little pieces that look up at and just get really excited about the space again and just kind of reclaiming the toy room. And, uh, you know, just trying to make this whole collecting thing uh, fun and not a hassle because there's definitely been times that it has been a hassle. There has been. So uh, some big news for me. I am... All in on the retros. All in. Who wants retros? Jerry does. So, um, I'm getting rid of, I'm going to say all of my elites and ultimates in AEW. Like, they're just, I don't have space for them, really. Uh, I'm not going to display them anywhere. So, you know what? Let's go ahead and cut it. <laughs> Let's cut it. Let's go into this new collection of retros and uh, have fun with it. So, on one hand, I totally understand. On the other hand, I'm like, you not, but not all of them, right? Pretty much all <laughs> of them. I mean, I'll probably keep a handful. Yeah, um, like I've got my ultimate Andres over there. I think there was a pretty sick. Oh yeah, that old uh, probably Andres. a couple Hogan's. I'm going to keep Goblin Gooker, old man, uh, million dollar man. I never got that. Or do it. No, you got that for me. It's right? yeah. It, it's yeah. so package like seventy days behind. Thanks, I'm, thanks, Dylan. I'm I'm holding myself accountable here. I I actually have the box, and I'm gonna get it shipped out Thursday morning before I go into work. It's it's sitting right here behind me. It is addressed. It is packed. I put penny sleeves on all your Lorcana cards. And the holographics got top loaders. I am I package that stuff up. You could park your truck on it. I'm a slow shipper, but I'm a damn good shipper when I ship. Oh, what's the? Do you remember which? Is it already? You said it's already packed. Yeah. Okay. I was going to ask what the holograms were again. The yeah, I've got those taped up, but it was a uh, Flynn Rider, and it was one of the songs. I think was the other one. Oh, let's see. We got my big binder of cards here. Because I am 30 cards away from having a full uh, set of foils. Well, we we talked off air uh, before we started. I'm trying to complete the uh, Chris Statlander Color Flow Rainbow for the recent Allure line. And I was about to click buy on a card. And almost that so broskied myself again, uh, because I have bought 
one of the color flows three times and mm. another twice. Uh, now, granted, a couple of those were like I had a package that disappeared in the mail, so I hurried up and rebought the cards while I could find them. But uh, one of those was just me not paying attention. And I almost did it again. I looked up and saw another stack that I missed. And I had the card I was about to buy. So now I am four for five on this uh, color flow rainbow of Chris Statlander. Which is there freaking sweet. Is, these, uh, these are beautiful. See, I, So I got some of them from last year. Uh, speaking of more cards. Um... I might, and I might, I might dabble in this. I've got to do some research before I even conclude that, though. Um, but they make college sets. It's uh, I think it's Bowman that does them. Mm -hmm. And last year they did it. Uh, Oscar Shrewsbury, a big player for Kentucky for the last couple of years, mm -hmm. um, he was in that set, and so I got some of that to get him. And then we had a couple other guys in there too, and I got them. Um, but it's a college set, like NCAA players, right? And to yeah, show they do you basketball, how, football. They do, a, yeah. I mean, they and they so they start producing it like quick. Yes, <laughs> like as soon as like the the season ends and they realize like what roster you're on, they finalize that list like that. Like um, all the Kentucky guys uh, for this year are already in this set. And they've got auto cards and everything. I mean, it's, that's awesome. So, you know, they've been playing since. Well, especially in the, the NIL world, you can actually do that now. Because uh, yeah. there's a point in time where it was happening. And then it got shut down the same time that the NCAA uh, game lawsuit hit. Yeah. So that's the reason I don't know if. Um, I don't know if last year was the first one they did it. Or when I need, that's why I need to research is like how far down the rabbit hole am I going to go here? You know, is it just like last year when they could kind of start doing NIL? So I think they were it... doing some before. Cause I remember seeing guys yeah, and it was, it was out. once they hit like the draft, like once they declared for the draft and they were out of the NCAA, uh, they would, they would make college cards. I've got, I've got one floating around somewhere. I'm going to try to track down, but it was, a. Uh, Kelvin Shepard, one of my favorite LSU defensive players ever. Uh, don't say, don't say uh, Ben Simmons or anything like that because it's oh. quite, quite a while back. Oh, God. No, this is uh, Kelvin Shepard. He played middle linebacker for is LSU. He one of these, uh, is Ben Simmons one of those guys who are like, yeah, he was one of us? No, no. Or is not it kind of like he's an asshole? Like... I, I kind of put him in the same category as, uh, as like Jamarcus Russell. Uh, every time the draft comes around, we have to hear about the biggest draft busts of all time. And I'm like, we know. We're sorry. Please <laughs> stop talking about it. We know. I mean, yeah, he was great for us. He ate himself out of the NFL. I get it. Please. Please stop. Somebody I mean, be a bigger bust. Oh, my ben God. Ben Simmons was uh, projected to be such a great player. Oh, I know. To you guys. And then after that, man, he just. I mean, even like by the end of the season, like didn't he quit on the team essentially? Like, yeah, no, I think that's happened multiple times that he's just kind of quit on the team. I mean, he just seems like he's a—I don't know, man. Like, it seems like he's just like a, a locker butt, room yeah. cancer. 
It's crazy. Some of those guys are just like that. I mean, so yeah, he's definitely not yeah. one of the players I claim. Uh, you know, we we we've got other guys. Not many, but we've we've got other guys. That was the thing I had to figure out when I was collecting all the UK cards and stuff. Was, um, you know, where's the cutoff? Because we've had guys come in, um, not play well here, and then get a second chance somewhere and actually be pretty decent other places. Um, one or two of those guys actually made it to the NBA. So, you know, you're like, well, they were UK players, I guess. You know, right. So technically, I guess I could do that. And uh, ended up, I uh, ended up cutting them. I just was like, well, I cut one and I left one in there. Mm. No, actually, actually, I think I, the one who got a car, a rookie card, I've got it over there, but I think I cut it because um, he's in a UCLA uniform. Ooh. And I was like, well, I can't have that. Like, absolutely not. I can't have a UCLA, you know, card in my binder. That's no. Uh, I get. I got a nice blue binder for it. So, so I, I, I'm gonna need to track down if I. Yeah, you know, we've talked about this. I've batted around starting an LSU collection. Uh, mine would be Do football it. because my God, have we had a ton of of players in the league? I mean, we've got three that are playing in the Super Bowl this year. Um, I don't think UK has any. We uh Clyde Edwards Alaire is the, the one that immediately comes to mind. I'm drawing a blank on the other two. But uh Clyde Edwards Alaire was always one of my like just one of those like favorite players to watch when he was here. But uh I mean we've got just a ton. I mean, we've had a ton of players go through the through the league. And if I do that, I immediate thought would be purple, but I'm I'm also kind of leaning white because we've got that that you know tradition of wearing our uh the white jerseys is like that's that's the primary. I'd go I go purple. If you did it, I mean purple's the color for LSU. Like, well, it it is, but it's it's this kind of thing. Like, we try to I think every game, if possible, wear the white jerseys. It's just kind of one of those one of those things. And so it would feel uh it would feel like it's a home you know it's the home team it's the home set. And when we have to wear purple jerseys at home, just know that the game's about to be contentious as shit. <laughs> it's one of those few times where, like, Alabama will roll through a place at home and make us wear purple. That's going to be the time they choose to wear white. And just like, oh, yeah, this is going to be the one we sneak upset somebody. <laughs> Something as, sim- as simple as jersey color, you know, because football is weird and beautiful and chaotic and Heartbreaking, so many things. Very true. Yep. So yeah, uh, outside that, oh, I did get this. I don't even know if I showed you this. Oh, what'd you get? My Jim Met Ten Mickey Mouse Larkana card. Oh, certified by PSA. Jim Met Ten Mickey. Dude, that is beautiful. So, uh, they got this, I mean, I've got this 3d printed castle that that is meant to display one card and, um, they were like, it's perfect size for, uh, slab cards, you know, graded cards. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, I don't really have any graded cards, but, um, 
I was like, what, what, which one would I want? Because I don't, you know, I've got one for this display now. So I was like, well, that seems to be like the card right. from the first set was that Brave Little Taylor card of Nikki. Um, so found one, found a good price on it. Boom. Done. Mm. Nice. Nice. That was me throwing down a card. Man, I was looking... Somebody had posted a one of one like my uh, that Matt Jackson I pulled the one of one with the auto and I saw some people in one of the car collecting groups talking about getting the uh, they make there's a company that makes one touch cases that are specifically designed to fit with the penny sleeve inside hmm. Because apparently, if you just if you put this, uh, these in without the penny sleeve, it moves the car moves just a little bit, and apparently over time can scratch your auto. Hmm. Which the Matt Jackson, I, I kind of forced the penny sleeve to fit in, so it's going to be okay. There's zero movement on this one, but I'm looking at some of the other stuff. I've got one touch, and I was like, well, I guess I'm going to have to step my game up here. I'm going to have to order a bunch of new one touches. The card game is a card game is a rough one sometimes. Very true. But you know, looking at this uh, mostly completed color flow rainbow is pretty freaking sweet. I've got some other cards coming that I'm gonna wait until they actually show up because if I talk about them and these get lost in the mail or something, I'm gonna be really bummed. I mean, if they get lost in the mail, I'm going to be really bummed, but it's going to be kind of even worse if I hype it up. <laughs> but hopefully next week, I'll have them in hand, and I'm going to just be giddy. I'll be giddy for you, because I want you looking forward to these. Oh, man. One of my favorites that hopefully I'm seeing tomorrow night. Eddie Kingston's been doing... uh doing like the news circuit in New Orleans, but they don't have them announced for the card. So I'm hoping Rampage or even a dark match. I just want to see the Mad King again. And maybe he'll give me uh, ammunition to make another custom because the last time he was here I made a custom out of that because he's wearing the uh, the camouflage pants and the Junkyard Dog thump shirt and uh, found soft goods and everything to make that custom a reality. So maybe I'll make another Eddie custom. There's bound to be plenty at my Walmart still of the uh, the Walmart exclusive. Yeah. Which I love Kingston. He's, again, one of my favorite wrestlers going right now. But it's like, I don't know if we need 30 of that exclusive at every Walmart in the country. Uh, when I can't get, I've, I still have yet to see Butcher and Blade. Uh, in I don't person. know what the solution is to that. I mean, they, they just have missed on most of those Walmart ones. Well, the th the thing is, like, I think him and Jericho Punk was the only one that didn't really, sold really well. I think, right? Yeah, I never saw the Punk. Um, I saw it like once. I think like the Kingston and the Jericho, I think were hits as figures. Like they're toyetic, they're they're cool gears, they're different from the originals. But I don't. I I think maybe less of them. I'd say like four per store not like i'm seeing eight to eight and twelve of each per store but then your actual waves i'm not seeing but like one and if you miss your one person in the in the wave here like that's it at that store you're not going to see it again 
Unless I'm still trying to track down Butcher and Blade. Uh, and my target is still minimal. I've, I've looked at my target the past couple weeks, and the figures... It started off, I thought they were clearing figures, because there was like three figures on the shelf. And I went back, and it looked like they had restocked, but it was this odd thing where they would get like one figure in a line. So they had the WrestleMania set, but it was just The Rock, no Pat McAfee or anybody else. They had gotten some AEW figures in, but it was uh, like two unmatched back. And it was just like half of them. Uh, they had gotten in like the newest wave of elites, but it was only EO Sky. It's just very odd how it like all broke down. So I wonder if that's not like how things are being shipped or how they're receiving them or hmm. what the hell's going on. But I just want figures again. We want figures. You're getting out of elites and I'm slowly creeping back in with just stricter rules. Yeah, I I just um, the more I think about it and stuff, I mean, like I can do pretty much whatever I want to do. The same kind of you know little fig fed and stuff like that. I can do the same stuff with retros, mm -hmm. and retros also take me back to my childhood. You know, yeah. So it's like you know what? Let's uh just pull the trigger on it, and it's not that bad actually. And then plus also. Uh, the kicker is going to be, you know, even trying to do just, um, you know, legends for elites and ultimates and stuff. I mean, you're you're still kind of going pretty hard, right? Uh, whereas these will be much easier to maintain. I mean, they do what, like two sets a year, maybe three. Yeah, maybe. And there's a couple of ringside ones that you know, easy peasy, man. So. Are you gonna do any of the uh, the like extra companies like zombie? I don't and, think so. Maybe I, I, I'm not gonna rule out a zombie though. Um, yeah. Like I'm really I'm trying to think if I want to do Earl Hebner or not. See, uh, I think Earl would fit in. He would. Because you're um, doing mo all like retro talent, like I've legends. Got, and... I mean, I'll have that Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Referee. So if him and Earl are in the same colors, then maybe I'll do that. Um, but I don't want to have like one in one color and one in the other. And I think Muhammad's in like a white shirt. Mm. So if he is, then probably be like, eh, eh, eh baby. Uh -uh. Um, and then there's a few Mattel retros I'd like to pick up. Mm -hmm. um, Austin Rock, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, the Austin Rock retros are just fan-freaking-tastic. Yeah. Um, my brother and I were talking, and because, you know, they've got uh, NWO, they got DX coming out. Yep. He's like, he's like, man, he's like, I don't even know who's, who's the, you know, another stable in that time frame that they could do. And I was, I, just, I mean, literally it popped right in my head, like, as soon as he said it, I was like, The Nation. Oh, man. See, I'd, I'd buy The Nation. You could have, like, because, I mean, they obviously have uh, Godfather and D'Lo. They just made mm -hmm. the elites of them. Right. Um, so you've got those two under contract. you got Farouk. Um, <laughs> and you got Rock. So I'm about to say. It's a home run set. I mean, easy. 
and then make the ringside exclusive Owen as a member of the nation. And yeah, I mean, you could yeah. even almost do the same body for him. Yeah, you know, I mean, <laughs> I mean yeah, because I mean, it's not it like elite little, scale. Yeah. They all they're all going to be in the same scale. Yeah, so, so you could probably get away with that. You know, just add the tattoos to Godfather, and boom, mm-hmm. different heads, and there you go, pretty easy. Man, we we've been watching back at work uh, a bunch of just we'll put on Attitude Era Raw uh, pay per views and stuff like that, and and the Nation was like, as a kid, just didn't you know didn't click with me, but as an adult, I'm like, man, these are just the baddest ass dudes. Just like the Nation in the Attitude Era Royal Rumbles rolling in and just cleaning house. I mean, it's a one of the quieter stables, I guess. In like the you know everybody thinks DX and WO, but man, the Nation was badass. Was right there with them though, man. There, there was a pretty good Nation DX feud. Yeah. Um. You know, so that's one that I thought about. I mean. I looked at like the roster that I'm going to have of guys. I mean, you'll have Piper, uh, Orton. You know, you got Mean Gene uh, as a, you know an announcer slash um, interviewer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Paul Barron, Jimmy Hart as managers. Uh, I'm going to try to get. I'm going to go back and get a few Hasbro's too. Um, not all. I'm not getting a complete set of Hasbro's, but there's a couple that I want to get. Right. Um, like Macho Man, I might get the Hasbro Macho Man. I think I might get the Series 1. I think that's probably one I'll get. Um, oh, that's one you've got history with. Not re- No, we never had Macho. Never had Macho? Mm-mm. Never had Macho growing up. Um, I will have Demolition as a tag team, though, because I did have Demolition as a kid. Nice. And Jake the Snake. So. And then I... <laughs> I probably will have the Warlord as Demolition's heater because uh, I had Warlord as a uh, as a kid, mm-hmm. and I want to use him somehow. So I'll just use him as like the bodyguard for Demolition. Fuck you, Crush. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Poor know. Maybe crush, I'll put Crush man. in. It. Maybe I'll get Crush in there too. Um, uh, I was over at my brother's today and looking at him and told him about. I was like, I think I want to get Demolition. He's like, Well, Demolition is cheap. And he said the helmets are expensive. So, you know. And I don't care about the helmets, obviously. Right. Uh, I am going to use Major Pod, the little Major Pod titles. Yeah. Uh, that's my going to be my belts. So I'm got. Nice. I need to find it it's somewhere over here. What do I do with it? There it is. Okay. My interstate title it came in the last uh, crate that they had. It's like. Where the fuck is it? I know it's somewhere over there. Uh, but I mean, for tag teams, I mean, I'm going to have Demolition. I'm going to have Heart Foundation. I'm going to have the Outsiders, you know? I mean, yeah. Um, I can have Hogan, you know, the set that's coming out next week or at the end of this week. Um, it's got, you know, good guy Hogan in it. So you can have you can have Hogan be good guy and then you have him turn to the NWO. Yeah, but whose uh, side is he on? Yeah, I mean, so. You can have that. Uh, that'll be fun. Uh, Austin, Rock, Mankind, Taker, Kane. I mean, dude, there's just... It's basically like the same Legends Fed that I had <laughs> just over in a retro slash Hasbro form. So. And there might be a few guys that Zombie does. Um, 
where I'm like, you know, I know uh, I've looked at the quality of Mitch's and stuff like that. And if you're going to kind of do like a little fake fed, uh, probably avoid those. Right. You know, they are great if you just set them on a shelf. Um, don't know how well they'd hold up if you had them on a, you know, fake fed kind of deal. So not that I'm going to be sitting there, you know, like I was, you know, five years old banging them together and shit anyways, but you know, right. Um, I just wouldn't want to take the chance of them, you know, dropping to the floor or something like that, or, you know, in a box, they get bumped around or something like that. And then they're broken. And it's like, fuck. So, um, I got to look at who all zombies made so far. Jeff Jarrett's maybe. See, Jeff Jarrett. Uh, and Bruiser like Brody's another one. Uh, yeah. Bruiser. I, I say 100%. I mean, cause Bruiser, you could do a lot with a lot. That bruiser looks so good. It, it's my brother had it, and it is amazing. And I don't even give a shit about the vest on it either. So, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think I need Andre. Really? <laughs> I I just what the fuck? Like I even like in my other feds and stuff like that. Like what the fuck do you do with Andre? Like how are you going to book him? Uh, that's fair. It's not like you have a stack of jobbers or anything. Most of the guys in that retro line are going to be top tier talent. So you can't have Andre just just destroying everybody. Yeah. (laughs) Damn, man. Like, you got me stumped. Because, like, in in the fig feds, I always kind of liked having a, a giant like that just stroll in, destroy enhancement talent. Every now and again, give them a feud, but you don't have enhancement talent in this. Um, you got Nikolai Volkov. <laughs> that's going to be know. the, uh, that's going to be like the, the great running feud. I guess I need, if I'm, I'm going to have a million dollar man, cause I want to have the corporation at some point. Um, I don't know who all I need for that though. See, in my, that's the one thing is like in um, my Elite Legends Fig Fed, I had Flair and then I had Consultant Mr. Perfect with him and uh, Bodyguard Rick Rude with him. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I also had, he had his own private security. He had a bodyguard and security because why not? If <laughs> yeah, you're the Hill not? World Champion, why would you not? So he had Big Boss Man with him too. Uh, <laughs> you know. I was like, it's a bit overkill, but I think that's what Flair would do, though. So, oh, 100%. And then, of course, you know, he had other guys that would run out to help him, you know, like um, the, whole, the rest of the horsemen would come in from time to time. But, you know, if it was just a regular match, though, he had perfect and rude and big boss man with him. So, I mean, yeah. And then, of course, you know, Mean Dollar Man was the one bankrolling it all. Naturally. So, you know. <laughs> He had his personal bodyguard, Sid, who would help out, and you know, yeah, I mean, and Virgil, I mean, you know, so there, there's a reason oh, why Flair held the belt for like a year, you know. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I'm going to get the Flair. I want the Flair retro, not the Hasbro, mm-hmm. but the retro one. So, let me see. We'll look that one up. It's like funny. My brother said it was like forty bucks or so. The Hardy Boys. I can have the Hardy Boys in there. You, you can. Matt and Jeff. Uh, 
I've already got the Shawn Michaels. My brother had some extra ones where he bought a couple lots and stuff. Um, so he had, um, who all did he have? Like Kurt Angle, uh, Brock Lesnar, who I don't know if I want to use him or not now. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> On one hand, I'm like, well, it's like he is the, you know, big badass character that you can use. Um, I think I will use him, but he's not going to like go over a lot. I mean, he's going to, he's going to come out and he'll be that like persistent threat. When he comes out, you're like, Oh shit. But then he loses. Well, you, you could always do like, uh, but if you book it right, like who cares a shit, you know, who gives a shit if he wins or loses. He'll be a big badass. You could always do like WWE and just replace him abruptly with Braun Breaker. Good for Braun. I mean, good, good, step right I, in that spot and you know just kill it. I mean, he killed it, man. I don't know, man. He he's he's got a lot of hype. He's got a lot of energy, but a lot of that stuff looks sloppy. It's just one of those things. Yeah, like, he's still. We've got to think though. He's still kind of green. He's still pretty green, oh, and, and I, you know, I, I I don't have a hell of a lot of room to talk. I've never, you know, I've never been in the in the ring a day in my life, but. You just there's a couple of those wrestlers that I look at and it's like I you I fucking mark I get like Jade Jade Cargill's another I she is a hundred percent a great gimmick she's got a great personality she just she's she a freaking star Rumble, she did pretty good her moves are sloppy she's dropping mm-hmm. people weird she's potentially gonna hurt somebody like that and it just it's one of those things that makes me cringe I'm like yeah cool she hockey. is. How she dare is you talk about the goddess that way. Almost there, man. She is almost there. If they Mark could just Sterling will clean see you, he will see you in the courtroom of law. Well, you know. Nothing that I've said is technically slanderous at this point. I'm gonna keep it that way. But How dare you? <laughs> just, you know, I, I think like, man, almost there. Like almost there. And I think yeah, I mean she's a freaking star. But you know, just not quite there. Yeah. So, um, I like the Rumble and stuff. I mean, I, I watched them both. Uh, I thought I'll it was say, great. Say thought, fun pay per view. Yeah, I, I think a lot of times whenever people were like, I didn't like it. I think it's because they were expecting like you know like oh yeah Okada, MJF, and yeah. The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin, and then they. Got you the know. Undertaker out of retirement. Shawn Michaels, like, yeah, they're not going to do that. You get one or two returns. Andrade was a great return. Yeah, Andrade. Like, that was a great. Yeah, it was a great return. He's going to be. Is, he, is Charlotte still or what? Because I, I heard I, that they were getting a divorce, but then like I saw the pictures where she's backstage with him. They. So I don't know. <laughs> but my official statement is I don't know. Uh. Because yeah, there was the all the rumors they were done. They're completely done, and then all of a sudden they're posting pictures with each other again and they're all lovey-dovey and they're oiling each other up and and whatnot backstage and it's like hold on a second so i mean you know i thought uh jordan grace oh man that made me so excited she i thought she she looked good in it she She freaking killed it she she's Uh, great man she really is and the fact that surprised if when she's done with uh, tna that she doesn't get a call I feel like she will be interested, you know, I just, I love that they actually, so when uh, those was like the big topic of conversation when, uh, we were watching it here was when Mickey James 
entered the Rumble as kind of a loner from from TNA Impact. They didn't they didn't address where she was coming from. They didn't really address that she was their champion at the time. She just came out like, oh look, it's it's our old star Mickey James, and she's eliminated. Yeah, she came out with the belt, and that was pretty much. It. She didn't do didn't do a lot, but well, oh, Mickey didn't seem like to hold her. Mickey own didn't and... even come out with the belt. Jordan got to come out with the belt. She was acknowledged sure as the Mickey knockouts did? champion. Did. She didn't because we went back and looked. Okay, but uh, Jordan got to come out with the belt. They acknowledged that she was the TNA Impact uh, knockout champion, at like they made a a big deal of her being. You know, being from TNA and and coming in for the Rumble, and I think that's awesome, man. If if we can get WWE working with like TNA, uh, anybody else, especially around Rumble season, where you kind of get those surprises, where it's like Jordan Grace coming in for the Rumble and then going back to TNA. Well, like now people are are like, who is this? You know, who is this woman? She she was badass in the Rumble, and now you've got eyes on TNA. And then you've got a buzz going to WWE for people that are lapsed. I mean, like myself up until like a little bit ago, little things like that make me pay attention. Like make me kind of like I'm, I'm kind of my focus is on the other side of the game that now I'm looking back at WWE, seeing what they're doing. I think it's a great thing. If, if we can get them working with other companies the same way that like new Japan and, and AEW have been, it's only, only better for the wrestling world. There's more if there's more options for the wrestlers, if they can send some of the lower mid card guys that aren't being used in WWE and and have them have some feuds in TNA, build up their profile, send them back. I mean, a lot of the legends when they weren't doing anything in WWE were over in TNA. You know, like Joker Sting. We got Aces and Eights. Angle had a you know had just wild ass run in TNA. And then came back later on. I think it's a good thing if these if these two companies work out a partnership. I think it's a really good thing. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. It's, it's, I have to say, we creative finish of the night was that Kevin Owens uh, Logan Paul match. If you were gonna have, like, I I knew they were gonna have Logan Paul win that match. I'm a Kevin Owens fan. It hurt my heart, but I knew it. He's going to carry the belt up to Mania. He's going to be all over his, his podcast, YouTube shows, every TV channel on the planet. I mean, the guy, I, I think he just sucks as a person, but he's a draw. He is a serious draw. And uh, so Kevin Owens being dominant, kicking his ass, having his leg hooked for that pin the referee seeing the brass knuckles and calling off the count and, and and going for disqualification and not Logan kicking out and not LOL. Kevin got hit in the balls, roll up pin. You kept KO looking strong as hell. You, you know, like you had Logan take the pin without taking the pin and he gets to keep the title going towards mania. Perfect creative finish, man. That was, that was fun. If you're going to give me a weird finish, give me, you know, it's something I haven't seen before. You know, like we we I compared it to uh, when MJF and Adam Cole did the time limit draw, but they didn't acknowledge that you know like they've they've been talking about time limits since the beginning of AEW, so it's just one of those things you don't think about. You know, the following match is a 15 minute time limit is and is scheduled for one fall. You don't even think about it because no matches go to the time limit. 
And this one, they say, you know, 30 minute time limit, one fall for the championship. Okay, whatever. And Adam Cole, after this, at this long match, hooks that leg for the pin. One, two bell rings. And that was the last, the last second it ticked off the time limit. And so Adam Cole misses out of losing the match by three seconds. Beautiful. You mm. push that, push that story even further. Give me, if you're going to do a kind of different finish, that's the way to do it. Get creative. Give us something we haven't seen before. So, yeah, you know, it's, I, I will always say I'm about as big an AEW mark as you will find, but I think the rumble was great this year. Yeah. I was pretty happy with it. Really happy with Bailey winning the women's rumble. She has been one of my favorites since she was a hugger back in NXT. So that was, I think one of those like kind of legacy defining wins for Bailey. So that was great. And I mean, Cody's finishing that story by hook, by crook, come hell or high water. We're finishing the damn story. Maybe it's at WrestleMania 50, but we're finishing that damn thing. So, yeah, I think that's, uh, I think that's about all we had for this week, right? Unless you got so. anything else? No, main thing was, uh, you know, me just hopping on that retro train. So I'm going to, I need to look at all zombie stuff and see which he is. You know, I'm not one Kevin Sullivan, but Bruiser, Bruiser Brody's a mighty tempting one. Man, I, I'm still very tempted <sighs> to pick up that power town, even though I know they're not quite in scale. But uh looks like it's a good figure. Oh man, it looks beautiful. But so, uh, yeah, so I think we'll, you know, next week I'll have a little bit more to talk about after uh, Dynamite, and I'll be adding some more to the uh, the collection I talked about last week of just you know wrestlers that I've uh, I've got to see uh, live. Picked up a few at Raw that I was, I'm really excited about, and I've got a few more that I'm pretty excited about for Wednesday night and possibly Rob Van Dam. This is me calling it my shot now. They're doing some teases. They're talking about, you know, Swerve having to wait the whole effing show. And uh, it's high time we find out who comes out when the smoke clears. And then uh, they're putting walk in all caps when they say who will walk down to the ring. And Come on, man. I need it. I need it. So, yeah. Should be a... Uh... Should be a fun episode next week, and I think we're going to start working on History of Major Bendies here shortly. We are. Hopefully we'll get that filmed uh, this weekend, hopefully. I guess that so you can start editing. Start doing the editing and uh, see if we can't get ourselves a fun little intro put together. and Just really have fun with this thing. It's one of my favorite things we do. So. Yep. All right, well, I guess until next time, I'll let you do your send-off. All right. Take care of yourself and each other. Goodbye and good night.